and you used to hear so much talk. You got to hustle. You always got to be working towards your goals. I've really been thinking a lot about this lately. I don't think it's all about the hustle. If you're always going and going 100 miles an hour, are you really enjoying the journey? Welcome to The Digital Dreamer, where we believe it's possible to escape the suffocating 9 to 5, achieve financial independence, have the freedom to do the things you love, and contribute to the greater good, all by being smart about digital marketing. Hi everyone, I'm Abby. And I'm Kim. Welcome to episode 15 of The Digital Dreamer podcast. What are we talking about this week? This week, we are talking about how creating your dream life requires action. You can't just sit around and wish. We have to get beyond that wishing and thinking and dreaming stage and actually take some action. And also, we have to get out of that research and planning stage because a lot of times that's just a form of procrastination. So we're just going to talk about how to move, how to push forward and make things happen. I love this. I can't wait to talk more about this. So what have you been up to? Well, I had a super busy weekend. My brother, your uncle and your cousin came to Kansas City for Sam's ball game. It was a gorgeous day for baseball. So I had fun seeing my brother and my nephew. I went to the ball game. Then it was such a nice day. But I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot sit still. I can't sit still. So I got on my bike and I did a 14-mile bike ride by myself. And it was just so, I don't know, it's just like everything fall should be, like the beautiful weather and the sunshine, open roads with no traffic. So that was fun. And then I still was like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I I think it's because, you know how we've talked, I hate winter so much. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I have to soak up every minute of this nice weather. And so then I decided I was going to take the dogs on a hike and they had so much fun smelling all the new smells. And yeah, I just had kind of a super hyperactive Sunday, but it was just so much fun just getting out there and enjoying the nice weather. What about you? So similar to you, I also saw family this weekend. My aunt and uncle and cousin were here in New York City for my cousin's 21st birthday. So we ate a lot of good food. We drank a lot of good drinks. And also, I've been busy packing up my apartment. My lease is up at the end of October, and I decided I'm not going to renew the lease for this apartment. So I've been really busy packing things. I also, this is kind of off topic, but not really. I discovered vacuum seal bags. I know this is old news, but they're kind of fun. And I was having a lot of fun like vacuum sealing things. That's cool. And moving is always such a big, big thing too. And stressful and not a lot of fun. Just turning your life upside down while you can get from one place to the next. Definitely. It's very, I always think it's just stressful, like, because there's so many moving pieces at the same time, like selling pieces of furniture to people. And then when you sell that piece of furniture, like, where does all the stuff go in the meantime that's inside that piece of furniture right now? And you know what I'm saying? Like, someone wants to come pick up my dresser, and I'm like, okay, I need you to give me a minute because I have to take everything out of that dresser and mm. figure out where it goes in the meantime. Well, you know, and then we talked before about selling stuff on Facebook Marketplace is always kind of a chore because 
people want to haggle and then they start haggling and then all of a sudden they just ghost you. Yeah. Okay. I had somebody ask me, I have a brand new kitchen cabinet that I'm selling for like a pretty good price for what it what originally cost. So I'm selling it for like 300 and somebody really had the audacity to be like, would you take 60? <laughs> I just like, hate that, especially when it's something like, that's why, brand new. Like, why would I take $60? Yeah, it's literally a brand new kitchen cabinet. I was like, mm, no, no, I would not. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy people. So let's get into our topic. So like we mentioned earlier, this week we're going to be talking about how creating your dream life requires action. You have to eventually stop all the planning and the researching and just go for it. You have to dive in. I know for myself, I have a hard time because I'm such a perfectionist, just jumping in. I feel like I need to know everything before I start doing. But in reality, it's better just to dive in and just take the risk, take the chance. I think that's true too. I mean, yeah, we want to do enough research so that we, you know, can actually make something happen. You want to know what you're doing, but you really don't need to research much more than the step that's right in front of you, one step at a time, especially if you get overwhelmed when you look at the big picture. But I also think we research and procrastinate partly because we're afraid of failing. But you have to ask yourself, if you didn't take that action today, where are you going to be a year from now? Are you going to be in the exact same place? Because time is going to pass anyway. And so are you going to keep dragging it out or are you going to do something about what you want to do? Yeah, I think about that all the time. Honestly, the time is going to pass anyway thing when it comes to goals. I feel like at least for me, thinking about it in that way really helps my brain. Like time is going to pass anyway. So I could use these days to be doing something productive or I could waste this entire year And then a year from now, I'm like, oh, I wonder why my life hasn't changed dramatically. Mm -hmm. I think it's also important to think about what does your dream life look like? Because for every person, what their dream life looks like is different. And that might change throughout the stages of your life, too. You know, because you're going to have different goals as far as your career and your family and where you want to live and all of those things they're fluid. They change as you change and grow and as the situations in your life change. Yeah. I think it's very useful to really sit down and think with yourself about what your dream life looks like. We've talked about this in a previous episode about how to kind of do this, like dream life goal mapping. So I would say that's kind of the first step. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you should listen to that one. This one's more about taking the action? What do we do after we've done all that? So for me, my dream life includes a couple of things. It includes freedom, the freedom to have the time to do what I want, and also just to be able to do what I want on my own time frame, and then also to have travel and adventures and to spend my time doing what I want to do. And those are just things that at this point in my life are really, really important to me. And so as I plan different things for us to do in our business, for me to do as far as the business goes, those are the goals that that I think about. 
For example, there was a time in my life when I always wanted to have like a retail location and have a gym and get up in the morning and train people. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, I do not want to be tied to a building, a lease, (laughs) a building, something I have to be at at 5 a.m. None of those things are things I want anymore. Yeah, it's. I think it's also really important to think about and remember that dreams and plans and dream lives can change. And that's okay because that's what happens as you get older. That's I totally remember when you used to want to have a retail space and, and have a gym. I feel like every anytime we would pass somewhere in the car that was like for for rent place, you'd like Google it and look up how much it costs because you were like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rent that place. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so glad I never did that now. But you know, I also think that culture is changing a little bit when it comes to making our dreams a reality. And you used to hear so much talk, even just like probably two years ago, a year ago, about hustle. You got to hustle. You got to hustle. You always got to be working towards your goals. And I've really been thinking a lot about this lately. I don't think it's all about the hustle. I think that you need you need to be motivated. You need to have goals but you also need to have time to create that space so that you can think and so you can be creative. Because if you're always going, 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 going 100 miles an hour, you don't have time to be creative. You don't have time for those ideas to develop, for those really creative ideas to develop. And if you're always going and going 100 miles an hour, are you really enjoying the journey? Because the destination is one little blip. But the journey, the journey is what we're here for. I know. You hear people all the time talk about how once they finally achieve their big goal, right? Their big thing that they always wanted, they finally achieve it. And it's almost a letdown because they're like, wasn't this supposed to make me feel X, Y, and Z? Isn't this supposed to be a certain way? Aren't I supposed to feel so accomplished? This is it. And and so you you hear people talking about that all the time. So I think that's why it's important to remember to take time to enjoy everything along the way Mm -hmm. so that you're building it up and not everything has to be just just focused on that end goal. Well, and you hear that a lot with athletes, with Olympians. You know, I'm going to get this gold medal or when I finally get this gold medal. And then it happens and they don't feel the way, they don't feel that sense of accomplishment. There's still that empty feeling. And so I really think that there's a lot to taking time to enjoy the little moments of every day, taking time to enjoy your struggles, to enjoy the journey. And that's why I think I really, really enjoyed my weekend so much is because I am finding ways to be happy every single day and to really savor those moments. And I just think that that's a big part of achieving your goals is not always hustling, but making sure that you are enjoying the life that you have right now. I agree. And I going off of that, sometimes like when I'm having a hard day or I feel like I haven't accomplished as much as I'd, I would like to at you know whatever age I'm at. Like I had did this the other day. I I took a step back and I was like, 15-year-old me would just think I am living the dream right now. Oh my gosh, totally. 15-year-old me would be like, what the heck are you upset about? You're living the dream, girl. 
So 20 year old you would be thinking you live in the dream. I know. So I'm like, sometimes I think it's helpful to take a step back and be like, would, would a younger me think that my, my struggles are as horrible as they are, as I think they are right now? Or would younger me be like, no, you have it pretty good. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. No kidding. Also, I think as far as like taking action, you really need to ask yourself, like not thinking about the hustle part portion of this, but are the things that you're doing today going to get you to where you want to go? And to look at that another way, if you changed nothing about your life today, where would you be a year from now? Would you be where you want to go? Would you be on the same path? Would you be completely off in left field? What would your life look like if you changed nothing? Because life is made of all those tiny moments and all the habits, all the daily behaviors, all the tiny actions that we take. And so just really being aware of, am I taking the actions necessary to get where I want to go? Yeah, you don't ever want to be someone who wakes up when they're 80 and it's like, wow, I never changed anything about my life. I've I've been doing the same thing every single day for 80 years. And that's and that's another reason why I think it's okay and it's so natural for your dreams um and plans to grow and evolve as you get older because because what's important to you when you get older is going to change. Like even for me, even from like 2-3 years ago, something that's even more important to me now is family and wanting to be close to family and wanting to spend time with my family. And so, you know, your priorities shift. Like me from two to three years ago, not that that wasn't important, but it was, it, it's more of a priority now. I also think that a good thing to do when you're trying to change your life and make things happen, make your dreams come true, is to envision the person that you want to be. You want to envision the person you want to be and start showing up as them. So there's a whole trend going on right now. I've heard about it on TikTok. I've seen people on Pinterest talking about it, where basically you create an alter ego. And so this alter ego is you, but like the best version of you, right? Hmm. And then you start doing things right now, today, that this best version of yourself would be doing today. So if, if alter ego you is a fitness queen, she would go to the gym today, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I was like, at least for me, like as someone who is an actor, I'm like, that makes a lot of sense to my brain. Yeah. And I think it's more than fake it till you make it too, because you are taking on the behaviors of that person. And the more, let's say I want to be a hiker because I really love it in Colorado. And so maybe I go to the one of the outdoor stores and I buy hiking shoes and the pants and the jacket and the backpack. And in wearing that stuff, I start to feel more like a hiker. Is that going to make me then adopt more behaviors of the hiker? Yes. Yes, it is. So sometimes it's the little things that you can do. Just so, so let's say I'm, I'm out now with all the hikers and I'm out on the trails And then I start meeting people and then you start getting in these groups and joining clubs and going on more hikes and you're exposed to more and you learn more. And so it's more than fake it till you make it. It's it's like adopting the behaviors so that you are surrounding yourself with the mindset and the behaviors of others because we all know 
how important our environment is. And so by by doing these things, by taking on that alter ego, you're essentially changing your environment so that you are surrounding yourself with more of the things that will make you successful. Yeah, I agree with that. I think another thing about the whole alter ego thing and becoming the best version of yourself is that this having to create an alter ego of yourself where you're your best version of yourself is helping you start to believe in yourself, right? Because if you have this alter ego and you're like, okay, this is what I envision the best version of myself to be, you're already halfway there because you already believe you can do that. I remember reading a book a while, it's been years ago, and I cannot think of the woman who came up with this concept in her book, but she had this thing called bra formation. It was like an affirmation, but think of it like a bra, it gives you support. And so it was, the idea was that you are giving yourself proof that something is possible. So maybe it's other people's achievements, maybe it's other people's accomplishments, maybe it's you get like starting to hang out with the kind of people that do the things that you want to do. And so then you are giving yourself these supportive affirmations, kind of helping just show you what is possible in life. Because belief in ourselves is a huge, huge part of this. You have to believe in yourself and believe that you have what it takes. Who said there's no such thing as a free lunch? Iris Digital Media Group is serving up your digital marketing lunch. Each Thursday, Join us as we deliver news that fuels your marketing, nourishes your soul, and energizes your efforts. Sign up on our website at irisdigitalmediagroup.com, go to the resource page, and scroll to the form for the digital marketing lunch at the bottom of the page. Then, open your email and join us for lunch each Thursday for juicy marketing news. And let us entertain you with bad puns that make you laugh a latte. Because time is money. <laughs> and then along with that, I think too, the belief in yourself is important, but then also being careful about who you share your goals with. Are you going to talk to people who are going to support you? Or are you surrounded by what our client Rachel calls dream killers? Are the people in your life, people who are just going to squash your ideas and kick all the dreams out of you? Right. Or are they people who are going to shut down what you're saying before they even, before you even get a chance to explain your point of view? Yeah. And it's, it's great to have people in your life who are going to help you navigate obstacles. But when you have somebody who is always kicking you when you're down, telling you what's not possible, those are the people You don't have to shut them out of your life, but you definitely want to give them limited access to your goals and dreams. I've said this before on the podcast, so like people are probably sick of hearing this, but this year I have been focusing so hard on who I'm spending my time with. And I've stopped spending time with several people who were my friends because they were dream killers or they were just constantly filling the space with negative energy. And on the flip side of that, I've been seeking out friends who are very like-minded, who make me feel good when I hang out with them, who make me feel welcomed, who make me feel like they believe in me. And it is crazy 
the change that that makes in your life. Oh, for sure. For sure. I don't know if it's technically true, but there is definitely truth in the idea that you become the people that you spend the most time with. People's mindsets rub off on you, whether or not you want them to or not. And then also as far as taking action, I think consistency is important. And when you're looking at consistency, we're talking about creating success habits. So I have a little acronym that I made up for a habit to kind of think about. I know, right? To to kind of help you think about what's involved in a habit. So H, is it healthy or does it make you happy? A, what activities and actions can you take? So just, you know, if you're trying to create a habit, what break it down, what kinds of things can you do to make sure that you're consistently taking action? Then thinking about B, barriers, what what barriers are keeping you from being successful so that you can then know that these are things you struggle with and create a plan to work around those so you can get beyond those things that are holding you up. And then I, are you being intentional, just intentional with your time, intentional with your scheduling? Are you having somebody hold you accountable? And then T, for time, are you committed to doing something over time? I think that those are elements of habits that if you look at any behavior that you want to start doing more often or a behavior you want to stop doing, that those are the elements of it that will help you stick with it. Yeah. So relating to the environment that you spend your time in, surrounding yourself with others who have big goals and dreams like yours is also important because if you are only spending time with small-minded people, people who are self-deprecating, people who don't believe good things can happen for them, of course, you are going to start adopting the same mindset. So kind of like what we were saying a few points ago about who knows if it's really true if you become like the five people you're closest to. But I would say based on some people that I know, like, seems likely. It seems likely. Mm -hmm. Well, and then I also think too about if you are not around people who have big dreams, let's say that you're somebody who nobody in your family has ever left your hometown and you hate where you live and you think your life sucks there. What are you doing there? Get out. But it's hard sometimes to see the possibilities when nobody in your circle has dared to dream or to see other possibilities. Nobody's ever escaped that area. Right. And maybe the people in your circle are dream killers. And so when, even though you hate where you are, if you bring it up to them, they're like, well, why would you want to do that? You should never do that. Mm-hmm. So of course it's hard. So this all goes back to the environment you're in, the people you're surrounding yourself with, who you're telling your dreams and your goals to. But, you know, the whole point of this episode is sometimes you just have to take the risk and jump in and just do it. Yeah. And I'm not saying that any of this is easy either. I mean, sometimes big moves take money. Sometimes it takes support from your family. None of these things are easy, but we all have a responsibility to ourselves. We all have the ability to take control of the things we can take control of. 
and we have the ability to respond, to choose how we respond to things. So let's say that you can't pick up and move somewhere different tomorrow. What can you do? What part of that can you do? Can you start saving money so that you feel more empowered because now you're stashing away money every time you go to that job that you hate? Can you start taking a half a day off on Fridays so that you can spend time doing something you want? You know, if you're a mom with kids, can you figure out a way to wake up 30 minutes before your kids get up so that you have a little bit of quiet time to yourself to work out, to walk, to journal, to do whatever? Find ways to take those tiny, tiny steps so you do feel like you have some control over what's going on in your life. I agree. I think another thing that holds people back is creating excuses for themselves. Like, well, I will be happy when this happens, but until then, I won't be. Or, you know, but that, but that is the same reason that mindset is the same reason that someone wins an Olympic gold medal and they're like, oh, that was it. Like, it didn't fulfill me because you're placing the belief like, oh, I will be happy when this happens. Well, what if you're not? Mm-hmm. And then other excuses might be things like thinking you don't have enough education or thinking you need more experience, which are both forms of procrastination too. Maybe you're just a perfectionist. Maybe you really do do need more education. But again, while you're getting that ed- education, what can you do to take action today so that you are moving forward and you're taking steps to accomplishing that goal? Uh, another big one is thinking that now is not the right time. When I get my degree, when when I get married, when my kids grow up, when my kids are out of high school, when my kids are out of college, when I have grandchildren, the list will go on and on forever. There is never a good time. So again, work with what you have and start finding ways to make now the right time. Yeah. And even when there are like true, real obstacles and you're not making excuses, you should always still be thinking about what you can do right now, what action you can take today so that you can have some of what you want without waiting until a tomorrow that's never going to come. Right. Because we can always just keep putting things off until tomorrow, until the situation gets better, until this or that happens. And those things just aren't going to change until you take the initiative to make them change. I'm also big on just creating a plan. Just like if you were going to run a marathon, you would have a a training plan. Writing down all the things from point A to point Z of everything it's going to take to get there. And you might not know all of those things right now. Write down what you know and then Google Find a mentor, get a coach to help you fill in the gaps. Ask your friends who they know, who can help you. Just keep looking for those people that can help you. But starting out with a plan is a great place. And then checking back in with yourself to see, are you still on course? Have you gotten off course? When you do get off course, going back to that plan to pull yourself back in the direction that you want to go. And maybe think about hiring a coach or finding a mentor that can help keep you on track and help you along your process. Right. Because not just athletes need coaches. There are life coaches these days. Pretty much anything you want to learn, anything you want to achieve, there is somebody with the expertise that can help you, that's been there before, that can guide you. 
whether they're a paid coach or a mentor, or you could even just be listening to podcasts and reading books. And then I also would say that if all of this sounds like it is so exhausting because you don't have any energy, remembering not using this as a form of procrastination, but remembering that you do need exercise and movement, nutrition, you need to be outside in nature, you need friendship and connection and community, and quality sleep. Those are just things, they're requirements, non-negotiables for a good life. Your environment matters. And so you might need to start by cleaning up there. Again, not using that as the excuse for, well, when I'm in better shape, I'm going to do this. But just knowing that those are the things that give you energy. And so if you just like really are like, I am so exhausted that I can't even do this stuff. These are some places to start. And then if you start along that path and it's still not working, always remember like, you know, go see your doctor. A doctor is a good person to help you. Maybe you need medication. Maybe there's some other interventions, but a doctor is also a good place if you're truly lacking the energy. But overall, when it comes to starting to live your dream life, the number one thing you have to do is just start. Yes. Because you can put off for so long. You're always going to find an excuse why today's not the day, why I can't do this, why I can't do that. You have to just jump in and start. And the best way I think to do this is just to choose one small step One small thing you can do today to move toward that goal and start doing that one thing consistently. And then you can start building from there, adding another small thing to start doing consistently. And while you're doing these consistent things, remember to celebrate small wins. We don't need to wait and celebrate when we get to the very end goal because this is about the journey. So celebrate all those wins. And then to elaborate on that, I would also say to celebrate those wins in a journal. Keep a journal. Journaling is such such a huge, huge part of success for anybody that you want to study who has been successful in life. They all track their goals and they write about them. They track them usually in a journal, but they track them some way. But journal about your dreams, get really, really clear on your vision. Just keep writing about it, keep rehearsing it, keep it going through your head until you can very vividly imagine that life that you want. And then journal about your progress, your fears, what's holding you back. Just start dumping all of those thoughts. And pretty soon you're going to see some patterns emerge that will help you so that you can keep helping yourself move forward. You're going to see what's holding you back. You're going to be able to catch yourself when you're sliding and when you're not moving toward those goals. You've said before that you have a list in your journal that's where you write down like good things that happen in every month. I I just updated that right before we got on our call too. Oh, wow. And then I, I think the last thing with creating your dream life is Once again, just spending time with people who have goals, who are ambitious and who want to support you and they want you to succeed. Yeah, I think that that's huge. And then just remembering again that you can be your own biggest cheerleader 
And if you struggle with that, going back to that journaling component, writing down your successes so that you can go back and review your highlight reel. You can go back and review what did you do well? What did what is working for you? So that when you are feeling down, you have that proof of your success so that you can keep moving forward when times feel feel like they suck, when it feels like you're not succeeding. You can go back and go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just having a bad day. But look at all this cool stuff I did this year. All right. What is our dream life tip this week? So I feel like our dream life tip this week just should be about getting outside, enjoying whatever fall looks like where you are, and finding those little joys. So one thing that I've mentioned on a few episodes now is that one night a week, I have been going out to the lake and going paddleboarding. And it has just become this thing that I look forward to, to go out and paddleboard at sunset. And last night, I got the coolest pictures of the sunset. They were probably my best ones yet. And so I am just really having fun looking for those little things every day that give me that same kind of excitement. Like, oh my gosh, look at these sunsets. This is so cool. But just looking for that thing every day that makes me happy. Yeah, those pictures were gorgeous. You sent them to me and I texted you back. I was like, those need to go on social media. They're so good. They were pretty good. So Abby, what are we talking about next time? We are talking about creating a new business in the new year. You've heard of new year, new me. Get ready for new year, new business. I love it. I hope that this is something that people would get excited about because we're hearing more and more about a possible recession. I just saw a news article talking about, I think it was like 71% of people are saying that they don't have the financial resources to maintain their current lifestyle. And it's probably not the right time just to, you know, completely ditch your job and run away from and create a whole new life. But there are things that you can do to create some supplemental income. And so I want to talk just on the next episode just about ways that you can get started so that maybe you'll have something going in time for the holidays, but definitely in time for the new year. So you can start off on a fresh foot. Fresh foot? <laughs> I, I think that's, no, I think that's a thing. Okay. Right, on a fresh foot? That sounds funny. Anyway. A fresh foot. I mean, best foot? I don't know. Now I'm all confused. <laughs> Dang. Um, let us know. If uh, starting the year off on a fresh foot is a thing, because now I don't know anymore. (laughs) But anyway, you're going to put your best foot forward in the new year. So we'll say that. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please rate us five stars and share with a friend. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.